we're back everyone has it been another week already guys yeah yeah it's flown that's by truth. <laughs> that's the truth that's the all truth. we that's all we speak here is the truth that's all we speak here and it was we had a, we had a week repri- reprieve because we didn't really talk last week we right. just had a very special guest I can, I can only imagine our listeners were deprived uh and, and longing for our uh did anybody listen to that? Do we know if anybody listened? I, I haven't to heard. Out. I haven't heard from Graham because he has not been here uh, the I'm past couple surprised. of days. Right. So, but I was curious about that myself. He was. He was. He was hoping that the numbers would bump a little bit. Obviously. Well, we uh, we should say welcome to another episode of uh, Just Another Sports <laughs> Podcast. Uh, Greg Swatek, Josh Smith, Colin McGuire here with you. We'll talk NBA playoffs. We'll talk the Caps. They finally slayed their their demon in in the, in the Penguins and advanced to the Conference Finals. First DC. Conference Finals team since right. 1998. Uh, I was graduating from high school that year. Who so. was, was that? The Wizards. Uh, that was the, it was the Caps. The Caps. In, 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 oh, the Caps. In, 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 I in thought the you Stanley said Stanley DC Ca- team. Uh, yeah, first DC team. The Wizards. When, when was the last time the Wizards were in the Conference Finals? <laughs> they were How the Bullets. The- <laughs> How about the Redskins? Were they in the yeah, NFC like, championship? Game? Like early '90s, like '92. Oh, so, okay. who was the star of that? Capitals How about DC team? United? Uh, <laughs> that was like that was like uh, Joe Juno and I. I, I um, who was the star? It was um, was Dino Cicerelli on that team. That's the only name I remember. From oh, like, uh, 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 I think playing video games. I think I think 1994. I think I think play. I think Peter Bondra was on that team. Okay, okay. Uh, Jeremy Yager on that team. He might have been. I think. Uh, I was around that. It was, I don't think so, but it was around that time. Was Patrick so. Waugh on that team? Uh, no. <laughs> You're just throwing Mark Messier. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Just throwing names out there now. Yeah, I, just, I really want to play. W- w- Wayne Gretzky. I, yeah. have, I literally have all of my hockey knowledge comes from yeah. playing EA Sports um, uh, NHL hockey from and, and, like and 1993 and, to 1995. And, and, yeah. NHL 98 was one of my favorite uh, okay. games. Uh, so so like, have, I know no one now. beyond. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. no one beyond like 1995 NH- NHL. That takes me back. Yeah, I mean, did you ever try to run a season? Uh, and play all eighty-two games. I never had that game. I had to play at my friend's house. Okay. I, d- I didn't have that one, but I know uh, he did constantly. That we at one time in college, we did that. The guys I lived with, we tried to. I, I ran with the Nashville Predators as like an right. expansion team or something. <laughs> I was awful. I won 10 games. <laughs> so did, never, but I loved it. I love Because all the hockey games, the hockey video games, they all had like a trick. Like if, if you remember yeah. even the Nintendo games, like you knew how to score. You just had to like do <laughs> yeah. this one type of pass. Yeah, at, I guess you're right. I think I had a couple like 82 and 0 seasons or like <laughs> 79 <laughs> yeah. and uh, 3 seasons because yeah, yeah, you just had to get to your spot and you uh, yeah. you, you knew how to score a goal. So. I, want, I want to do that That right was now. a fun game. Yeah, it was. All right. Well, before we dive into all that, I do want to uh, take a look back at last week and our special guest, Jason Lockenfor of... Uh, CBS Sports, uh, NFL Insider, and just just get your general takeaways. I, I I thought it was a great hour to an hour and a half with them. It was. Have you have you guys listened? I listened to part of it. Yeah, I listened back. I, I mean, that guy just. Man, there isn't much he doesn't know. I mean, he just yeah. is. He's plugged in. Yeah, he knows everything. Did you see him at the Keys the next day? I I, 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 was, I was not okay. at the Keys game. Yeah. It was an 11 a.m. game. We, it was too early. It was great. It was. It, <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. It was really great. I hope we can do more things like that yeah we, we, we want to we'll also discuss who we want to have on next uh, i know we'll take a and, vote and, and reach out email us we'll get <laughs> no he's great he knows everything he I, I it's so interesting to me he loved hockey now he's way into the nfl but we spent the first half an hour talking about nothing but baseball yeah, yeah he, like he, uh, that's my takeaway mm-hmm. like this guy knows the orioles organization top to bottom inside yeah. and out 
his job is to know everything about the NFL, and yet he still has time somehow to have a family and, and, and kids and, and, I'll tell you, and, and yeah, all of that. So. that. That was one thing that I took away. He totally seemed to me like he had good work-life balance, mm-hmm. which is not something I don't think we know about. I right. don't know much about how, how do, like he knows more than us and he's more yeah. balanced than us. Yeah. <laughs> like how and he's is, talking about like, possible. I don't know if he worked the next day or what is what the deal was, but like he's talking about taking his kids to Bowie for the game and coming yeah. to Frederick for the game and then they're gonna go get ice cream and all this stuff. And I'm like, if I had a day and off coach, and he's coaching a baseball yeah. team. <laughs> if I had a day off, I just want to play hockey video games yeah. all day. Right, and he said the day before he, uh, the, one of the reasons why we hit, we had to record so late is because he had like two podcasts to record. Yeah. He had to be at C, he had to do something for CBS headquarters. Like he's doing all of this stuff for yeah. work. Like he's constantly busy for work. Yet, how does he keep tabs? He said he was going to watch the Orioles game that night. They were on the West. Yeah, Coast. the next day he was doing like a round trip of the Orioles minor league yeah. farm system. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Like last night, didn't we met? We were talking about Jonathan Scope rehabbing here in Frederick, and you had mentioned somebody, maybe John Cannon mentioned that Scope wanted to initially go to whichever team in the system had this particular player from Scope's home country. and oh, what, Carousel, right? Yeah, and I can't remember the name of the player or whatever. Uh, Rafael. Yeah. Edimar Ad- Rafael. Yeah, and yeah. I said, Jason Lockenfora probably knows his like career batting average. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I mean, we don't know anything about it. We can't, I can't even pronounce his name, but... <laughs> <laughs> and and it's just as busy as the guy is, like he never has a spare moment. Like he's yet he still took an hour and a half to yeah. talk to us uh, and, and be on our podcast, yeah, which, which was phenomenal. Hopefully, so. we we maybe we can do it again when the NFL season is going to start up. We can do our official NFL preview with Jason Lockenfora, or when the O's burn it down. Yeah, <laughs> that's because true. That's coming. We can have breaking news on that. That, that, that would be happens. sweet if we I'm, could have him on. Yeah, yeah I mean, and just, just just to refresh everyone how this started. I mean, uh, I, th- I think Colin was referencing some reports yeah. some of his, and he said, "Well, well, he, he's in Frederick often because he comes to Keys games." So I'm like, <laughs> maybe, and I, I I knew he had followed me on Twitter just because of my Keys coverage, and um, yeah, and I said maybe we could reach out and have him on, and, and he was uh, a great sport about coming on, and it, it, was, was, it, was, it was awesome to have him. So. We do not deserve to have anybody with that caliber on here, but we <laughs> we have <laughs> no. him, so we're eternally grateful. I wonder if he listened to it. I, I don't know. He probably, does probably he have time? Maybe, maybe on his drive to Bowie or no, whatever, maybe. or Norfolk or what? Yeah, uh, 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 Delmarva, where, uh, maybe t- yeah. he, he tuned us in on, on the Bluetooth or something like that. We so. can't thank you enough, Jason. We know you're listening now. Right, right? exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure He's one of our regular uh, <laughs> listeners, so I, I was shocked when he followed me on Twitter. To be honest, <laughs> so uh, yeah, doesn't he have like I don't know how many millions of followers, right, probably, on Twitter? He's yeah, just incredible. Like, I think Graham Graham Cullen looked at the looked him up on Twitter and was like, "Oh my god, like <laughs> this guy is." I was like, "Yeah," I'm like, "He's pretty much like the, the authority, or he's like one of the top two or three authorities." And I think uh, to to Greg's tweet about the podcast, didn't he respond with something about sorry for the sniffles or yeah, something? Yeah, he, like he, he was he was he was all hung up about his allergies. Very but, nice. but, but, but he but he sounded fine. Very I I nice. didn't think he and uh, talking about the speaking about his Twitter account and the power of social media, I mean, apparently like Scope was in Norfolk over the weekend. And he, I, I guess he wasn't. The people were mad because he wasn't signing autographs or something like that. Oh, and, yeah, I heard about. And, and yeah. Lock and Lock and Fora, as, as as we know, and and uh, as, as maybe some of our listeners found out, is very unafraid about taking shots on social media. So <laughs> so he took aim at Scope on Twitter about not signing autographs, oh. and uh, apparently like it became like a thing within the Ori- Orioles organization. I found out last night at the Keys game when Scope was there. No kidding. Uh, so uh, so someone someone tweeted at me. 
um, uh, did, did he sign autographs uh, before the game? And I'm, I'm like, yes, he, he was, he was signing. But they had, it was a like a snooty tone to the tweet. Like, did he blow everyone off again? And I'm like, no, he signed before the game. But then I talked to Jeff Arnold, the the Keys media relations and and broadcaster, and he said that it became a thing within the or- Orioles organization because some when someone like Lock and Fora with like hundreds of thousands Sway. of followers uh, uh, tweets something like that, like it become it becomes an issue. Well, let's so. think about this for a minute. How bad of a look is it that Jonathan Scope wouldn't sign autographs or whatever it was that happened, especially considering, number one, he's one of, like, the top three stars on the team, and number two, the team sucks right now, (laughs) and they should be doing whatever they can to garner some positive publicity or to have – well, that, that's what they, they wanted. come off Appa- well. Appar- yeah. Apparently, the Orioles, like, the instruction was, hey, try and get some video of Scope signing autographs. Yeah. Ah. And apparently, like, it, it never happened. That, that, that was the problem. I don't know. what. To be fair to Scope, I don't know what the, circumstan- yeah. I don't know what the circumstances were. Right. I, don't, I don't know how close to the game it was. I don't know what his autograph policy is. And you're never going to make these autograph folks totally happy because if you sign 50 autographs, the 51st person has been out of shape. Yeah. It'd be because you didn't sign their autograph. So, it is a tough right, spot. Right. But it but sounds like, go ahead. I don't think Lock and Fora would have called him out unless if it was egregious. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't think Lock and Fora would have He's not reckless said, like yeah, that. Yeah, like he, unless if he saw like, hey dude, here's 200 people like waiting to get an autograph and Scope just completely ignores them and Lock and Fora. Like, I, I can't imagine if it was just the 51st I, person. I try to put myself in the player's shoes sometimes because I, I mean, and and whenever I do that, I'm always just like, what in the hell would you be thinking that you wouldn't sign some kids' autographs? I know, I know. Especially the kids. The adults, I, I don't care. And, I'm yeah. not going to sign the adults' yeah. autographs. And, and, and some guys are like that up front. It's like kids only. Yeah. And, and they're up front, and they're very upfront, which is good. I mean, because there's no <laughs> there's no mis- misinterpretation. or. There's and no and I think I would be yeah. up front. Yeah, yeah, I would be too. I, I'm not going to sign for, for an adult. That's just odd. That's odd to me anyway that an adult is seeking an autograph. I'd of sign another for adult. anybody. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, well. Right. You probably do. People probably ask you for your autograph. The um, famous columnist and musician. I'm, hey, I, I've I'm, seen some Prignus. I've seen some Prignus columns signed by you. Hey, it, wait a minute. It, it, yeah. You autographed something. You autographed an award for me at one point. That's that I, right. I do you still have that? I believe I still have that. That's somewhere. right. And I, I, I have. I mean, I have. I, I've done that for adults. I. I really. I'm sorry to say because I, so it just makes me sound obnoxious. But I've done that, and I don't. I don't think it's weird for really? adults. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm just not going to ask for. There's nobody I would want an autograph of outside of Roger Federer. Like that's literally the only person. Go. But I what would. if Roger Federer came to you and was like, "I'm not signing it because you're an adult." I would understand. <laughs> I don't think I would cry. I'd be like, "I get it." I, I got I got Michael Jordan's autograph once, and it was, wow. it was it was complete it was complete luck. I was at a celebrity golf tournament that he was at in Pittsburgh. Uh, Mario Lemieux, a celebrity golf tournament. The Jordan and Gretzky. He had Barkley. I mean, he had a great field every year. So I mean, it was even if you didn't like golf, <laughs> it, it was worth going to these things just to just to be around Hell these yeah. people. And as they as they come off the course, there's a big autograph line, and I had a wizard. <laughs> I, I I can't believe I didn't have something better, Jordan, to, to have him sign. But I had a wizard's T-shirt that I had just bought. That, That's a collector's uh, item, right? Then. Yeah, and it's hanging up in my apartment, and I and I'm just in this crowd of people, and I just stick my jersey out, and Jordan's walking by, and it was probably like a slim chance they would have grabbed my jersey. There's so much stuff that people are just throwing at him, and he 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 grabbed he grabbed my T-shirt mm. and. Um, and, and signed it. Reminiscent of your brush with Jessica Simpson. Right, yeah. The, <laughs> that, the Jessica Simpson one was easier to get than that one. What, uh, Colin, so. what's like the best autograph you have? Oh, the best autograph. I have tons have, of like, autographs. Musicians autographs. Yeah, I have tons. I have tons and tons of stuff. Wow, that's a good question. 
I don't know. I'd have to think. I'm. I've gotten in the habit of, one of, of framing your... all that. Well, really. I'm trying to think of. Oh, it's funny. So okay, I, I have all these. I've put them in frames, and they hang on my wall. Some of them, I have shoe boxes filled with others. But um, this is kind of funny. One of one of my prized ones is uh, an issue of a magazine with this jazz pianist who I met and got him to sign. You guys aren't interested in that. I understand. But when I was very young, I was in Buffalo, New York, and I found myself outside the tour bus of Nickelback. Oh, of God. all, were you, were you like bands. a nickel? Were you like, were no, you like- no, I wasn't. But this is this is the funny story because you're you're asking me like yeah. t- tell a story. So I was yesterday. It was literally yesterday. It's funny that you asked me that. I was cooking dinner and I looked over. I have by the kitchen table. I have my autograph. Was a certain section of autographs in a frame, and I looked at this one. I'm like, what? Who is that? What is that? And I saw a big C, and then I saw under it. It said nickel. I thought, what? So then I kept thinking, I'm thinking, oh, it's Chad Kroger from Nickelback. I'm like, oh my God. I don't know if I should hang this on my wall. I, wow. Maybe I should just throw it away. That is a so. damning bit of yes. uh, admission from you. Yes. So you went. You, so you were at a Nickelback concert, or they were at the concert you were at? They were or? at a festival. Okay. Um, and you have I no have recollection been. as to how you garnered that. I don't. I remember being by the tour bus, and I remember. For, I don't know how. I don't know how I got backstage. I don't know what happened. But guessing uh, alcohol was involved <laughs> in the. In the uh, I was pretty young. But I, Doesn't um, matter. <laughs> yeah, and and so I, for some reason, I'm like this unchecked kid wandering around backstage by the tour buses, and this like this tour bus door swings open and it's like a puff of smoke and here comes Chad Kroger, the lead singer of Nickelback. And I'm like, he, he was married oh, to Avril Lavigne, wasn't he? Uh, um, yeah, he was. Yeah. You know more about Nickelback than I, 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 I Back in the day, I listened to Nickelback. So I, I, I have to confess. There so. you go. I have a lot of very prized uh, autographs. So I have to think of one I really love for next week. I'll, right, I'll bring good. that. All right, so let's let's start with the NBA playoffs. And I, at the start of the NBA season, we were on this podcast, and we would say, "Who who's going to be in the NBA finals?" <laughs> How great does my Boston prediction look now? It, it looks good, but I, I wouldn't put him in yet because the Cleveland prediction doesn't look that bad either. <laughs> it doesn't, but I'm telling you this: Brad Stevens is going to have a week to prepare for Cleveland. Well, I, well, they have to finish off the Sixers first. Yeah, I, I, I think game one is uh, would be Sunday, but but okay. but but that's what I was going to say. Like here we are at the end of the season. You took Boston, yeah. I, I I took Cleveland, and it looks like that's gonna, yeah. that's going to decide who's in the finals. And and then in the West, of course, it's it's playing out the form uh, mm-hmm. because um, uh, Golden State and Houston look like they're about to win their series in in in, in advance. But um, uh, just I mean we we've. we've Badgered Cleveland all season long on this podcast. We, but it, to me, it's like the Patriots. It's like, does the drama of the regular season even matter? Because because it, it doesn't seem to. And that was sort of my point when I picked Cleveland. Because I'm like, because that was my point on our earlier podcast. Is they'll they'll have a boring, drama filled or not a boring, but a drama filled regular season. And then they'll flip the switch and then they'll be in the finals. That was that was sort of my point. It, it could happen if they beat the Celtics. But but does the drama even matter? Because here they are. They just swept the number one seed in the playoffs and and they look like the favorite with with the best player i don't think it was regular season drama that was drama in the postseason too like against indiana a lot of people thought that indiana would have would win that after the first few games so i don't know i don't know about that i think with cleveland it's a lot different than new england what do you think josh 
Mm, that's a tough question. Well, they have um, to get there first. I mean, to prove to, ma- to make yeah. that to prove that point, they have to they have to get there. To me, it? Cleveland's much more flimsy than the New England is. You know, I, uh, I don't. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I mean, you, Greg, you said well, they just flipped a switch. Well, no, they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> LeBron did. Right. Yeah. Well, right. Like, okay. And that's you know, it's a little different with the Patriots because well, Brady is obviously the driving force. Oh, but but, but, but that's like football is different from basketball, yeah. where one player could totally dominate yeah. and control a game, where they can't really in football. Correct. Not as much in football. So yeah, but damn it, if Tom Brady doesn't try, yeah, <laughs> I mean, see Tom Brady at this uh, yeah, gala, at gala, gala event. Yeah. Right. What'd you think of his outfit? He looked. <laughs> I saw so He's many jokes ripped. today. It's so I didn't. Funny. I didn't. I didn't read read much. I just heard he was getting ripped. It's really funny. I, I had a tweet last night that sort of backfired because it didn't show the picture. I should have pulled the picture out separately. But I, it was a picture of Giselle giving Tom a kiss. Uh-huh. I said, I said, I guess now's the time to ask. Do you feel appreciated, Tom? I, 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 I tweeted. I, I, I tweeted that. Um, but but the picture didn't show up in the uh, tweet. So it was, it was a bit of a fail. But um, um, I have. I have a couple things to say about about Cleveland okay. in this in this sense. Um and the first is this. Do you guys have you ever I'm sure you've taken note before in past sports and playoffs where the favorite team in the first round or the first game that they play in the postseason, they have just the toughest time. And it makes everybody say, Oh, they're done. There's no way they're going to win anything this year. In fact, in baseball probably yeah. and basketball more than anything. And in fact, I think that that might have happened when the the year that that LeBron beat the Warriors in Cleveland a few years ago. I think Cleveland kind of had a rough go of it in one of the earlier rounds, and then they get through that series and they turn around and all of a sudden they look to be the best they've been ever, and they never stop. And it, and Cleveland kind of feels like it, it could be on that roll right now with what they did with Toronto. Well, LeBron has never played better. Like I, I don't think. Period. Yeah, I mean, but I, he's he, also like, he's, never he's had pl- a weaker cast. Right, I I agree with that Even too. Like, some of those early Cleveland like, teams. Getting this mm. team to the finals, I've heard people saying, and I agree with it. Getting this team to the finals would be his greatest accomplishment of of his career. I, get, I mean, yeah, uh, Rodney Hood refused to go in the game. Yeah, what the yeah. hell was that about uh, last night? I, I just yeah. saw that. So LeBron's got teammates that are refusing to go into games. I mean, mm. I, I think this would be his greatest career accomplishment. That game winner uh, he hit the other night Saturday was pristine. Mm. That was the best game winning shot he's ever hit in his career. That the yeah, degree of difficulty. Well, right. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, let's break that down a little bit. He that was, was like, was like falling a... to his left, mm-hmm. fading away with a defender. And he meant to bank it in. And he hits it off mm-hmm. the most obscure, crazy angle off of the backboard. Mm-hmm. The geometry of that is just ludicrous. Yeah. And that just shows you where, like, that, sh- that sort of play shows you that say what you want to about LeBron, compare him to Jordan all you want. He is the greatest athlete in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and if, you, and if you look at the shot from the other basket, it's like it's like a Sports Illustrated cover shot of yeah. him like going into yeah. the air, yeah, and like with him like with the elbow bent. That is like a Sports Illustrated cover sure. shot right there. And I mean, it was it was a ridiculous shot, and and clearly the best of his career. He's been doing like his, his he's been having these turnaround fadeaway jumpers, yeah, just yeah splashing he, through. Like, yeah. This is the first Crazy. time this is the first time he's ever looked like Michael Jordan. Yeah. And, and, I mean, he's been compared to Jordan throughout his career, but this is like his first Jordan esque run. And some of those some of these turnaround jumpers of jordan wouldn't shoot like rainbows like him dude he's shooting it like 40 yeah. feet in the air yeah, like on this huge arc that's yeah. going like way up yeah right i i think the, the one side of it is is to say that they had their test now all of a sudden they're going to be better than anybody thought they were going to be the other side of that i look at brad stevens and i look at the celtics and nobody would have thought that the celtics would be looking as good as they look winning as much as they're winning especially against a team like philadelphia who had so much raw talent 
And I know that they're young, but my God, who is playing for Boston? Nobody can name three starters on that team. Like, you just can't without Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. So I I look at it and I say, I think Brad Stevens is going to figure it out. And he's going to kind of stop the momentum. And I think Boston has a real shot at beating Cleveland. Well, I already predicted it, and I've never backed off it. But. Their problem is most teams' problem with Cleveland. Is they, they, they literally have no one to guard LeBron. I mean, I mean, Double it, him. Yeah. In every possession. The one, yeah, I know. The, the, <laughs> triple him. Remember when there was a college game for Steph Curry and one of the coaches at Jimmy Patzos, uh, double-team Steph, he played two people on Steph Curry the entire game. He held him scoreless. They lost by 20, but he held... He held Steph Curry scoreless. His only scoreless Jimmy game in Patsos. college. <laughs> was it really Jimmy Patsos? Yeah. Like when he was what Loyola? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think you can look that up. He just got replaced at Siena by our man uh, Jamie ja- Jamie and Christian. So that's yeah. right. Um, so one thing that that I I also think about when it comes to, when it comes to like the, the Cavs and what's going on right now, I was I was ready to say there's no way. I was resigned to say there's no way LeBron can win the championship this year. But then something dawned on me. What if Houston beats Golden State? And what if Cleveland gets in over Boston? I think if Cleveland met Houston in the finals, Cleveland would have mm, a much better shot that's a really good point. than they would against Golden State. And I think Houston could beat Golden State. I watched Houston for the first time extensively these last in, in, in the Utah series, and, and, and they have some really unheralded players that are really good, like Clint mm, Capella. I know. Uh, I mean, talk he, to Chris Kinzer uh, about I mean, him. He's been he's been amazing. Was he like in love with him or something? Yeah, he, he he, Chris him. Chris is a Rockets fan. Oh, I know. So yeah, um, so he like had five blocks mm-hmm. <laughs> in like the closing minutes against the Jazz. Yeah. Um, they have Eric Gordon. Yeah. Um, I, I think mean, of the two teams that are playing the so two best Trevor teams. Trevor Ariza still? Ar- Ariza's yeah, still Trevor, it was still a really good player, yeah. very serviceable yeah, player. I, I, yeah. Gerald Green's on that team. Um, to me, the Utah Jazz were very much better than the Pelicans as a team to play right now. And I think the, the win, Houston closing out Utah, now all this is going to happen tonight, whether or not. If Houston closes out Utah tonight and Golden State closes out New Orleans tonight, I think the more impressive thing is Houston beating Utah because I really like Utah. Utah, yeah. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's he's a freak athlete. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was watching him the other night too. That, that guy could do some things that not yeah. many people could do. So, And, and they, have, they, have, they have some really nice players uh, too. Um, the, the Australian guy. Um, yeah, that guy. Um, uh, his name is escaping it's me. It's a uh, very normal name, isn't right. it? It's yeah. like Josh Smith. <laughs> not, there was, not, not that there was a Josh but, Smith in the NBA, right? Not, and, and who played for the Rockets? I think uh, he did. His, his last team, I think, was the Rockets. So it was. Um, but Houston, I mean, I, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew how good they were and how great a season they had. And I, I know James Harden and Chris Paul, but but man, they have, they have some really nice other players too. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I, I think it would be a it'll be an interesting series with the Warriors. Uh, I, I would pick Golden State still, but it would be an interesting uh, series. Can Let's we see. can we talk for a minute about? the target that is on um, Draymond Green. Yeah. What the hell's going yeah. on here? Like, why do so many people want to beat his butt? Well, he I mean, he's obviously, very he's mouthy. A, but why, why does Charles Barkley want to punch oh, him I in the know. face? Well, it wasn't there you know, the Bar- Bar- Barkley apologized I know he did. for that. Yeah. And then for I saw, whatever reason. He said, I, I, met, I meant what I said, but I apologize, whatever that means. Right, <laughs> and then I saw someone else, like, was it a rapper or something? I don't know who the hell. These guys get into I spats with people. Somebody else said they would like to – they would – like to see him die or something like wow. that, or something really bad. Um, and wow. I just saw it recently. I can't, I can't remember who it was, but what the hell? Like, I think everybody's tired of Draymond Green. I guess he, he takes cheap. Well, it's his whole cheap shot act. I understand and stuff like that. Did you see so. Rajon Rondo try to trip him? 
No. He uh, went up for a jump shot. Uh, I think it was in the last game, and it was like at the foul line. And Rondo tried. Like if you look at the video, he just sticks his foot out, and then they didn't call anything. I can understand if somebody tried to kick him in the crotch because yeah. that's what he does. <laughs> like eye for an eye. Like but. if if, if Draymond Green weren't suspended for um, Game Six of that yeah. series two years ago, or the Warriors working on their fourth straight yeah. uh, championship season. So I, I mean, does Cleveland rally from the three-one deficit? Is yeah. he is he the most hated like? Most hated player in the NBA, probably. He's who, he's, he's he's on the list. I who, mean, who who would be up there? Rajon Rondo, Kevin Durant. Do you think Durant's that hated? I, I Rondo I, I used to be so. really hated. Chris Paul. These are all names that I didn't know. People like people had problems with. These maybe guys. I'm just showing my own bias. Maybe it's you. <laughs> well, maybe like Demarcus Cousins. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, no. I could see. Yeah, that, he's right? a one. He's yeah, one of them. Like right, I remember yeah. when Ron Artest was in the league, people yeah. hated him. Well, yeah. it, Cousins is, I mean, Rashid Wallace, guys that get technicals yeah. all the time and stuff Lonzo like that. Lonzo Ball. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably in the top five. At least his father is. And, and, and I mean, how bad is his is LeVar Ball screwed up his, the careers for his? Well, let's his, not even talk about that, yeah, Jackass. Okay. Yeah, there's no reason to. He started his own league, I think I saw. Who cares? Let's not talk about it. <laughs> they're, I, and they're, they're, back from, they're back from Lithuania and ineligible to play college basketball. So, so great job. Yeah. Great job, LeVar Ball, directing your son's careers. Anyway, um, I'm rooting for the Warriors just so people that hate Draymond Green will have a hard time. <laughs> Do you like Draymond Green? I, I like the Warrior. I like to watch the Warriors. I enjoy him. I think his his he's you know his outspokenness and his boisterousness is. I think it's funny. I think he's yeah. It's unique. So I'm all I'd, for it. I don't that, have a problem with it. That's the kind of that's the kind of player you like. Yeah. You like people who are like. I don't that. mind people like that. I mean, there are some some guys that I don't. Um, particularly care for who who act that way, but you know, like in the NFL, I used to love Deion Sanders, like guys like yeah. him. I mean, yeah, shake it up a little bit, you know, give me a little bit of that. Uh, this, this is a good segue for one of the things I wanted to bring up here. Like LeBron, we know is one of the biggest drama drama queens or kings in, in, in sports. And, yeah. and and so is Ben Roethlisberger of, of, of the Steelers. Did you guys uh, yeah. hear? Did you guys hear? Yeah. Uh, oh, talk about that. Don't let me go week. off on him. I mean, every chance I get, you know, I like to go like in on he Ben. And Lebr- uh, he and LeBron have to be like the two biggest drama queens. No. Uh, in, ben Roethlisberger is number one, two, three, four, All and right. five. So Ben no. Roethlisberger this week apparently expressed dismay that the Steelers drafted a quarterback. This is this is the same. Hang on, this is the same guy that last year he's 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 in his late thirties was talking about retirement. So. Dude, you're in your late 30s. You're talking about retirement. What 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 do you expect the Steelers to do? Plus, or, or plus what, what, after, what do you want them to do? After that game that he threw five picks against Jacksonville, was like, oh, I don't know if I have it anymore. And like, then said the next day, you guys right. in the media are trying to push this narrative. By the way, we just looked it up. It was Jimmy Patso, so I wanted, that's what I was showing Josh. Right. Um, yeah. He's the worst. Yeah. He's actually what the worst. A, and I worse worse than LeBron and all his oh, like, self, I, self-congratulating. Again. and, and yes. Sort of yes. Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes, 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 yes. I I I have to bring this up when it when it comes to Ben, I cannot tell you how much I I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers because of Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Um. I keep reading these defense uh, pieces about what he did. They're they're equating it to Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and saying, well, this is what Favre did. And uh, and you I don't know, think I've Favre ever came out and was like and said it. Yeah. I know. And in every other, you know, I I read about these other examples in other sports. I don't care. Nobody's done it the way Ben just did it, which is so so obnoxious. And the, the hypocritical thing about it was that he is he's been on record 
crediting Tommy Maddox for helping him transition. Yeah, that's true, yeah. When he came into the league, because if you remember, mm-hmm. Tommy Maddox was the starter Ben's rookie year until he got mm-hmm. injured, and then Ben was thrust into the starting role. So yeah. the shoe was on the other foot, and he couldn't have been more complimentary of Tommy Maddox, but now it's his job to be yeah. the mentor, and he refuses to do it. Yeah, to me, that was the worst part of the interview. Like, it was at the end. He said, what if he, what if Mason Rudolph has a question for you? He's, he's going to have to check his playbook or something like that. <laughs> so right. it's like he, he was like basically saying, I'm not going to help this kid at all. I mean, that, that, that to me. I mean, I, yeah, I, the playbook I, thing really got me. Right. It's like, oh, check your playbook, kid, or yeah. whatever. So and he, and he said, I'm, I don't know Mason. I'm sure he's a nice kid. I'm, he's, he's obviously a good quarterback to be drafted that high. But then he said, I'm not going to help him. But he's, he's mad at the team for drafting a quarterback after he, after he said, he, I might retire <laughs> or I don't have this it guy, anymore. This guy, a yeah. classic case of somebody who's had too many head injuries. Right. <laughs> that is really probably what's happening with him. He is becoming stupider because he's had so many concussions. Right. And he's probably going to be a vegetable by the time he's like 48. You heard it here first. Right. I mean, I wonder what that falling off that motorcycle or being smashing being, his being face thrown on, off that motorcycle. Do we point. not like, do we forget these benchmarks? This is why I said what I said two minutes ago. I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger is why, because we forget. And if you go into Pittsburgh, I, I know this cause I have so many really close friends who live in Pittsburgh. And we're going to talk about the pens and caps here in a second. And everybody wants to tell me that he's great and defend him. Do we not re- do we not forget the the motorcycle accident where he he went without a helmet head first into a windshield I think and people weren't even sure if he was going to play football again. Do we not remember that that incident in the the nightclub with with the girl? I there think was it was two a- there was two incidents with women. There was one in a hotel in Vegas or in, in Lake Tahoe in Vegas, and then a separate a separate. And then within yeah. six months after those stories, he got married. So then everybody's like, okay, well he's married now and he's clearly or whatever it is, but. If that happened today, just think about that. Because that was what at this point? Almost 10 years ago? And, and Something it, like there, that. There was some big flap in high school about how – there was an article in Sports Illustrated. I, I read it. I can't remember exactly what the flap was. But it was like he's – He's disowned his hometown. Right, exa- exactly. Yeah. Because it's some – like he doesn't spell it properly or he – or there, he made a, up. He made up the name of a town to say he was from. I think. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and there's some, there's some there's drama. Like this guy's got drama going constantly. I mean, he. Well, it's not, he I he, don't critic. I mean, that that's character stuff. I'm not even talking about drama. No, no, like the right. accusations with with the women and like if that happened today, as as I was saying, I think oh, it was like almost if he was ten, if he was in college and like this came out. Yeah. That these things had happened. To I, him. I don't. I mean, I think people would continue oh, yeah. to investigate it and not forgive him right away and all of that stuff and also the fact that he plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers which has a fan base that's so loyal and so rabid and you can get away with so many things in Pittsburgh and they will forgive you right away and it is an insulated city it's like a gang that's what Pittsburgh sports fans are like I just don't think you can get away with it today and people never bring this stuff up why because he's big Ben and he's He's won two because Super because, Bowls he, because he wins. He, I mean, they they say winning cures all ills, and it, it it does to a certain extent. I mean, unfortunately, to a certain extent, but it does. I don't so. know. I mean, I, I what, just, I what can't happens take though them. in Pittsburgh if with this core group of guys he doesn't win another one before his career is over? Does that tarnish his? Do people start to? People start to get on him in Pittsburgh a little bit, or do they? Does that change the perception of him? I think they they attack Mike Tomlin before they attack him. Really? I, I think that there's. I mean, there was blame, uh, you know, kind of being thrusted upon there Tomlin was. a few right. years ago. Even like it's it's kind of started there. There's a lot of you know skepticism well, yeah. about Tomlin's job. Well, we've there. talked about how, you know the, the the culture there and whether or not he's yeah. really. Um, the right is, is handling his business there in terms of oh, and, yeah and, and, and two yeah. things not even that we haven't even mentioned yet like there uh, 
he didn't get along with Todd Haley for for a while. I know, Apparently, the yeah. offensive coordinator. So that was a character thing. Uh-huh. Remember when Antonio Brown was Facebook living in the yeah. locker room? Ben Roethlisberger spoke out against that. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? You don't want drama? You, you're mm-hmm. in, in 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 issues. I mean, you're constantly creating him yourself uh, through your media appearances and various activities. So yeah, and didn't he? Uh, he was at the center of the kneeling thing, wasn't he? Didn't didn't he come there out? There was like a misunderstanding. The about day after whatever. they did it, he yeah. posted on his blog. He said. Oh, by the way, yeah, yesterday we all came out and did this, but I just want everybody to know I didn't really want to do it. And uh, come on. Yeah, the, the, come the, on. the list goes on. So so I'm done with Ben Roethlisberger. Let's have him on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be an entertaining Does he uh, follow you on Twitter? Yes, Jason you know. Lockerford for his phone number. He Actually, probably that's a good question for you. If we have him back on, if he's nice enough to come how back many, on. How many, how, many, how many cell phone numbers? That's what uh, one of the questions I wanted to ask him down. was, um, who was the last like NFL personality you texted with? I'd, I would just like straight up ask him, what do you think of Ben Roethlisberger as a human being? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. That might get him in trouble. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, do jo- when when Ben comes on with us, do Josh and I need to be here? Or, or is it just going to be you? You're going to have to hold me back. It's going to be you and Ben. No. So. One on one. piece of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the Caps uh, finally slaying the Dragon, and, and I'm a Penguins <laughs> fan, so I'm so I'm bummed. Number one, because the Caps won, but number two is because of course I had t- you're a Pens fan. You're like all those stupid. Is, I, yeah, I, don't I, even I, get me started on Greg's Penguins fandom. Whatever. <laughs> well, hockey's not my hockey's not my favorite. Well, I know, but hockey's not my favorite. But you don't sports. like the Steelers or the Pirates? Yeah, that's my point. Right. You hate the Steelers, for God's sakes. And you're a Browns and Indians fan? Yeah, I'm a bit all over the map. That's I, not I, all I, over I, the map. That's completely contradictory. Right. And it's bandwagon jumping for the Pens because they're, what, two straight at Stanley Cup? The, yeah. The only Pittsburgh team I like is the Penguins. The only Cleveland team I'm not a big fan of is the Cavs. <laughs> the only Cleveland team that w- that uh, wins with regularity and has won a championship <laughs> oh, in modern times. You're so. a dumbass. <laughs> so, I don't buy any of this. What do you mean? What do you, what, do you, what do you mean you don't buy it? I don't buy into any of this. This is nonsense. What do you nonsense. mean it's nonsense? It's absolute nonsense. It's like a friend of mine who spent his whole life being an Orlando Magic fan, and then three years ago I Wait, met whoa, him, whoa, whoa, and he's like, you know what? I'm I'm a lifelong Golden State Warriors fan. Like what? <laughs> like are you serious? Well, He's well, like well, I got a Chris Mullen jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I liked them in 1998. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, I'll show. I have a Lemieux jersey. I have a Yager jersey. I have a Crosby uh, T-shirt. Anyway, yeah. we're, let's go to Pat, uh, Pat or Pat's pens and uh, pens and caps. Yeah, pens and well, caps. I, well, we I was, I, and I had tickets to Game Seven, so I'm so I'm bummed. Oh, you're bummed about that. that. It's not happening. Instead, now so. he's going to be covering the Frederick County Public Schools Track and Field Championships. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Which is a plum assignment, uh, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not falling into that trap. <laughs> I, I'm so. going to go the other way. I, I think you guys seem to be a little dismissive of the Caps, and I guess with you, your lifelong bloodthirsty Pens fan. Yeah, really. Uh, well, again, hockey's not my favorite sport, so I'm not going to when it's <laughs> when, when it's when it's like opening day in October. I'm not going to come in with my hockey stick and in my in my Penguins. I've jersey, known you for so. 11 years, and I swear to God, like I just learned you were a Penguins fan. <laughs> Well, like you this year, you haven't been playing. Clo- you haven't been paying close enough I guess, attention. I guess I haven't. I don't pay attention to the NHL, so I just didn't know it. Right. Anyway, I think it's a big. I think it's good for Washington. I watched the game last night, and I've I've been I followed the series because um, I'm if I'm a fringe anything when it comes to hockey, I've been to Caps games. You know, I know something about them in the same way I know something about the Nats. Not that I really care much. But you know that's the biggest rivalry in the N- in the NHL is is Pittsburgh and Washington. They've never been able to beat them, and 
I was or really scared. One, one time, like back well, in the 90s, then, okay. yeah, mid to late 90s. When you at the apex of your fandom. Yes, I was. So. I, I, I've, I've, been to, I've been to previous Penns Caps playoff games. Greg's uh, so mad last night that the Penns lost that he pulled all his hair out. <laughs> Yes, I did. Greg's so mad right now that we're calling him out on this on well, public uh, well, television. Yeah, I mean, you're you're what uh, you're uh, Atlanta Hawks fan, New York Jets. So, so you're yeah. So your sporting tastes are all over the map. Uh, too. Sure, they are. Yeah, how did yeah. you become a Hawks fan? I, I don't know, know if I've asked that question. Somebody asked me recently if it was because of Dominique, and no, I came after Dominique. It wow, was like you the missed Steve out on Smith. the human highlight reel. Yeah, B- Mookie Blaylock, Spud Webb, Dikembe. Right. Yes, but what? So, so, so Colin's calling me. So Colin's calling me out for not right. being able to pick my favorite teams. Yet he's a Jets and a Hawks. I'm not fan. saying you're not allowed to pick your favorite teams. I'm saying, oh, it's just so ironic that the one team you pick, and now that we know about, happens to be the two-time defending champion. I'm I, just saying. I'm just saying. Let's get back to the game, Greg. All right. Let's get back to the game. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so I think it's a big deal. And you guys are like, well, they're prematurely uh, celebrating. Greg, yes, Greg, take it yeah. away. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just think the Capitals, their goal it seemed like coming into the playoffs was to beat the Penguins. And if they beat the Penguins, everyone was going to be happy. Well, it's like, don't you want to win the Stanley Cup? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the end. The, the, the end goal is not to get to the conference finals and, and beat the Penguins. It's, it's to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So, so like, so what if Tampa Bay, the team, the caps are going to play next, just sweeps the caps. I mean, how would the caps and their do fans, th- do you think that's going to happen? Seriously? I don't think that's going to happen. But, but okay. Well, say Tampa Bay wins the series. Are, are the Caps fans content with their season because they no. beat because no. no. they beat the Penguins no. and made the conference finals? Barry Sverluga, somebody we actually should have on someday, uh, wrote about uh, a m- months ago. Wrote that Barry Trotz was coaching for his job, and I st- and and I, he it was recently where he reiterated that I saw somewhere too. Well, hasn't Trotz? Had, Trotz has they, never had success yeah, like this. In they, the playoffs, Trotz right? has never been past the second round, right. just like Ovechkin. So like I, I think at this point, he's they're still coaching for their jobs. <laughs> I really believe that. And if they end up losing to Tampa Bay, it'll be a nice little win that they beat Pittsburgh, but that'll be forgotten. You think well, so? Because because that, that's my point. It sort of feels like mission accomplished for no. the Caps. I think it'll be forgotten too. I mm-hmm. think it's because this is you know Ovechkin's only going to get another year older, and you know there's going to be more roster change, and they're going to have to go through an entire 82 mm-hmm. game season again to try to get to this point. I think it's I think the fans are going to you know they're going to have a hard time with it if they don't get they don't go all the way this year. Yeah. yeah. And At you, this point, you guys do know I'm from like my f- whole family's from Pittsburgh, and I, I went I to school in Pittsburgh. That. Still so. don't believe you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just checking, just checking. I it was so. a very exciting series. Very excited. Did you guys have it on here last night? Yeah, we had it on. That was that was a good game. I watched Saturday's game. I was at a, a gathering and it was on. All, all, all the that. games Saturday. You should tell us about it, it, Saturday. It, 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 <laughs> I don't want to go on. I don't want to go the air about that. I'll yeah. tell you, I got. I went to a single de Mayo party that I wasn't even. Did you? I wasn't supposed to go to because of a previous event that I. Where did you go? Who do we neighbor's know? house oh. and got really had some had oh. some drinks. Did you? <laughs> you had lunch at White Rabbit too. Ah, uh, yeah, that was excellent. Yeah, we we went and it was like brunch time and they had a brunch menu on the weekends. Um, their beer selection was unreal. Like yeah. I I literally didn't want to leave until they until it was time to leave and they brought me my check and I was like, yeah, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I went to meet somebody, uh, Some one of the guys in one of the local bands wanted to meet for a beer one night. This was a couple weeks ago, and I met him, and we sat down. I might have had, like, a beer or two. He was there for, like, half an hour before me. I get my check. It's whatever. He gets his check. He only had beers, $50. 
Ooh, yeah. I mean, that's what can happen there. Yeah. I had two. One of them was eight fifty, and one of them was nine dollars. That's insane. And they weren't even pints because they have all these different style glasses for whatever style beer you're drinking. I mean, it's super yeah. duper fancy schmancy, crisp, sans snobbish <laughs> sort of place. Take that, Chris. And I was like, this isn't. You know, it wasn't even like a you know pint. It was like yeah. less than that, and I'm paying. Eight, like basically eighteen dollars for two beers. They're really good. But the yeah. only place I'll pay nine dollars for a beer at is WrestleMania, <laughs> <laughs> and rightly so. And rightly so. And, and have someone get them for you while you watch the show. Right. <laughs> are, are you going to root for the Caps? No. 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 So are you going to root against the Caps? Yes. Okay. Actively. Okay. Yeah. Go, do, what do you guys? Go. Go, I'm go, go, go Lightning. Yeah. I'm rooting against the Caps because I can't stand all this crap I'm I'm seeing about Caps fans. Caps fans are the worst. So I, I just, I'm tired of hearing about yeah. it. Well, you're going to have to expand on that and explain. Well, it's just all these headlines oh, today. It's just yeah. like, you know, all the, and then you, you see They're all this. so sanctimonious. These, and these too. people with their videos, like everybody's like showing off their celebratory Caps fan videos. Like I, you're not on the team. You weren't even at that game because it was in Pittsburgh, right? Wow. So like they had yeah, literally nothing to do with that win. I mean, they didn't. So, I don't know. That stuff is just nothing. They had literally, but you could say that about any sport. Like, any fan literally had nothing. I know. To well, do it goes to say, well, that's the truth for, with me about, about all of this. I don't like to read about fans, it does not oh. interest me. Yeah. I, I don't care to yeah. hear about your story about, you know, how this was like this life altering moment for you or whatever. That's great, but I don't need to read I mean, about it. I you understand the reaction. I mean, when the Vikings beat the Saints, I, I do, mean, but I wasn't going to like write a story. The, about the it. difference is you didn't, you didn't video, <laughs> you, the difference right. is you didn't video yourself doing it or you didn't write a story or tell everyone how you I don't you, think how anybody gives a rat's ass about <laughs> how I feel about. You know what I mean? Graham's gonna be working overtime on this on, on the sensor button uh, this week. I've had to so. stop myself a couple of times. Yeah, right. I don't know. This words. is so, this is like a, this has always been a pet peeve of mine. I just there is just something about. I remember Sports Illustrated several years. Do ago. Do you hate it when people say we like when I we're talking about that. the team? Oh, there is yeah. nothing else yeah. Yeah. I despise more. Oh, we among drafted. Fans. <laughs> yeah. So you were in the war room, huh? You, hey, by have, the way, we didn't get to talk about. We, it. we have the lightning in the next round. By the way, we didn't get to talk about it. Why would you go to the NFL draft? Yeah, I know. I've thought that too. Like that, that's that one too. of the fun. That's one of the most fun things about watching the NFL draft is when they pan the audience and you see all these buffoons dressed up in all of their <laughs> stuff, faces painted, to cheer when the team drafts an offensive guard or something like <laughs> that. that. Like literally, that they never have heard no of. idea who they I, are. I'm guessing Colin would go to the NFL draft and he would love it. You know why? Because it's a big drinking fest. That, uh, that, that, oh, uh, well. that, that's what that's what it is. I mean, it's an, it's, it's an excuse just to drink with your football buddies and. But but I wonder how much like tickets are. I wonder how much yeah, that is because I, I think at one point it, it was just a, a niche. It was always in New York, for instance. So every time I would watch it, you'd see Jets fans there, and I always thought, well, this can't. They must just be like there. It's not like a thing. But now, especially with the draft There's traveling, of yeah, and it goes to different cities. So tickets I are probably tickets. tickets are probably more expensive than you would think. But, yeah, but they're not. They're not that expensive. I mean, it's, it's, it's you're, you're tickets, literally watching people announce. That's names. yeah. Tickets to watch people announce names <laughs> for three hours. You know. You know the like, NFL just they probably rake it in on those tickets. All they do what is do print think, money. What do we think the price of a ticket is the NFL draft? A hundred bucks? No, 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 no. You don't think seventy five? So? Let me see less, if I can find less. that. I mean you could also go to a team's headquarters. And like they have draft parties, every yeah, organization true, does, yeah. and you could go hang out and amongst I'm gonna your say, I'm gonna brethren. Say, I'm going to say thirty bucks to get in. All right, that's. Nah, I guess that would be reasonable. But anyway, what I was saying was a couple of years ago, Sports Illustrated did this huge thing on like I think it was a, some famous writer. I'm not sure who he was. A very accomplished writer wrote this 
huge article about his Orioles fandom and how they, they had made the playoffs. And it was like, you know, after they had been so terrible for all these years, the story was like, God knows how long it was like 20 pages long. I tried to read it, man. It was just like, that's, I just, I don't know. That's not my thing. I don't really care to hear this, some fan drone on about his love for a team. <laughs> well, it's like the local news on the TV where you get yeah, those, all those, man, those, exactly. those, those, those man on the street stories. Yes. It's like what, what Joe Blow thinks of this or exactly. Or, or I'm sure, I'm sure if you went to, if you watched the the local news in Washington last night, I'm sure there was some reporter at some bar where, where, where they were watching the Penn's caps game and they were going to ask Bob Jones, what he, what he, the caps fan, what he thought of finally beating the penguins. Right. <laughs> so I'm with you. I, I don't, it doesn't really do a lot for me. Um, Anyway. You have to get in a lottery to get in at the draft. The NFL draft? Yeah, the NFL not, draft. Not the one at the team's headquarters. Where they make their money party. on that is is at the concession stand with people buying all the drinks yeah. to yell whatever. I it, mean, so it, that was... At the, at, the, at the guard, their team just drafted that they, they've never heard of. So This one was in uh, Jerryland, right? Or Jerry World, right. whatever they yeah, call it. it. The, so, the stadium looked packed. Did, I mean, they, I'll, I'll say did that. they open up the whole stadium for that? Uh, yeah, I think they did. I mean, don't they, doesn't that hold like 100,000 people? It, and it looked full. I mean, in Philadelphia, they drew hundreds of oh thousands God. of people the year before. Wasn't like, it outdoors? It, it was outdoors, yeah. and they had tons of people there. Yeah, I'm so. just reading about all this right now. They had 215,000 people in the lottery. So Jerry World couldn't fit it in. Philadelphia couldn't fit it in. Right. Um, yeah, it, it's a big drinking festival is what it is. Yeah. I mean, this shows, it just goes to show you that the NFL just rules the world, man. I know. And it's disgusting. Yeah. Right. So. And ben, ben Roethlisberger sucks. Yeah. Hopefully, they can we just go back and fire people? We should have a fire draft every year. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the first person you would fire? Fire Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. yeah. Alright, Medusa's box time. Is he the worst person in, is he the worst person in sports? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is he the worst yes. person in sports? No, it's yes. Draymond Green. No, it's <laughs> Yeah. No, Ben Ro- it goes Ben Roethlisberger. Who else? Who, who else is a scoundrel? That's all, I mean, that's LeBron's, LeBron's not a scoundrel, but I don't like all of his, his, his antics on social media. Is there media a baseball scoundrel? Is there a is there a Major League Baseball? I'm, you know, I'm trying to think of with, with everything that's happened over the last year with with Me Too and with Harvey Weinstein and actors and uh, did we hear anything from the sports world? Like I can't remember. I don't recall hearing something like that. I ma- guess the Washington Redskins cheerleader story last week. I don't. We didn't get a chance to talk about that. Right. The New York Times had. That's pretty bad. I mean, but that's not involved. You're talking about something involving athletes. Yeah, like an athlete. Yeah, we haven't. It didn't really bleed into sports. That it pretty much was confined. To, no, I know, no, but no. that's it, it. Amazes me that it didn't. Why didn't it? It, it should have. Right, because um, I'm sure sports is yeah, you're just as bad as is nearly or nearly as bad as Hollywood. So yeah, um, the worst person in sports has definitely been Roethlisberger or Russell Westbrook. Ooh, he's a good one. A Rod probably. Why, was why, Rod, why, yeah. why? Why Westbrook? Uh, just because I'm getting no, 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 not Westbrook. I'm sorry, I, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Hello. Because he now he's saying he won't come off the bench in Oklahoma City, and he's got what a twenty-seven million dollar option, right? <laughs> and he's saying he won't come off the bench. Like, who are you, Carmelo Anthony? Who are you at this point? He's and, a shell of what he was, and, 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 and he was drafted the same year as LeBron. Uh, t- Tiger, right. uh, Tiger Woods, uh, um, when he was yeah, going through all his true. stuff, because I think A Rod is like uh, Tiger's rebounding to some extent because he's playing better, and he there hasn't been anything major. Sean with him. White. 
Yeah. At, well, they refuse to talk about that on the Olympic. Pe- people right. love to hate a Rod, but but then I think he's bounced back with his commentary, like his bro- his broadcasting career. I think has brought him back, and I think people actually yeah, lo- lo- you're lo- probably lo- lo- right. Like him now as a broadcaster, he's really so. good. I wanted to tell a story really quick. I told this to to, to Greg last night. I was watching Sunday night um, baseball. I was flipping on um, on and off between American Idol and that or whatever, <laughs> and. Um, I saw a blurb where, uh, I mean, a, a little segment where A. Rob was working with Chris Bryant of the Cubs because it was the Cubs versus the Cardinals. Oh, I see. I know what and, you're talking and, about. Uh, and A. Rod's like talking to him. He's got him in the batting uh, at at home plate. He's got him like uh, talking to him about what kind of pitch he likes. And mm-hmm. Bryant's like, uh, or A. Rod asked him about wh- whether he likes getting. He gets busted inside a lot because um, he has long arms, and p- pitchers figure they can tie him up. And Bryant's like, that's exactly what I want him to do because I love an in- the inside pitch, like thigh high inside pitch is like my pitch hmm. and so like a rod holds the ball out and is like is this where you like it or is that where you like it and he was just talking a little bit about why he likes the pitch there hmm. and so then i turned it off and was watching american idol and then maybe like 20 minutes later i turned it back on and i see a pitch inside pitch thigh high chris bryant hits for a home run it was like literally it was amazing that the steady espn and then a rod you know had that segment and they showed it you know, 20 minutes early. It was awesome. It was, I mean, it's, A-Rod is really good. It's almost like it was scripted. Right, almost. Mm. By the way, you're a regular American Idol watcher. Absolutely. Is, is the show still as good now I, as it was got, back, at, back in the day with Simon and Paula? And Yeah, you know. I was talking to Kate Masters about this uh, in the newsroom yesterday. I, I stopped watching that show years ago. I think it was Carrie Underwood when she won it. After that, I stopped watching it. And that was like a decade ago or right. longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never thought I would get back into it. But for whatever reason... It was one of those deals where, like, I, I didn't. There was nothing else on Sunday night or whatever. We were flipping around, and I turned it on like one of the first episodes of the season. And I'm a Katy Perry fan. I, I like, to, right. I like to look at Katy Perry. So I watched. No, I, 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 I was, I, I was curious why you, why the show appealed to you so much. Yeah, still, all the, all these years later. Right, so, that was pretty right. much it. You know, <laughs> Katy Perry. Sure. Okay. But then once you know, but then they start, they start giving you backstories of all these artists, and you get sucked in because you start rooting for them. Right. So whatever. I'm, all right. All right, seen or to be seen? Oh, um, wow! I'm I got gonna, one. Oh, go ahead. I I can go back to what I saw. Like I was saying, I like I'll try to bring some things up that I read, and I read I I saw this on um online the other day, and I just I was at work when I saw it. I could not stop reading it in the middle of my shift, and it uh, I think it would appeal to a lot of our our listeners. And it was an it was an oral history of the Karate Kid. Oh yeah, I and it was that. written by yeah. um, Sports Illustrated's Alex Pruitt, who I think is an NHL writer. But man, he did a great he job. Used to work it was for just Washington a, Post, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, but it was, you know, it's incredibly long, but it has tons of inside tidbits about the making of that movie, the, the writing of it. It has there, um, you know, different images of, uh, I guess, when they were interviewing um, cast. Po- potential cast members and the notes that the director and stuff mm-hmm. and the writer were making about the potential cast cast members just man it was just a gold mine a treasure <laughs> trove for anybody who likes that movie <laughs> and man I, that just that's a timeless like that's a timeless movie to me and i can't believe they remade it but mm-hmm. i i will like if that comes on television and i see it i will stop and watch i will watch it from whenever you know it's whenever i pick it up at it's just one of those one of those movies for me so anyway i read that you should check that out alex pruitt wrote it for si.com cinema school with greg swatek <laughs> yeah i mean there was just tons of stuff like the line get him a body bag johnny you know that famous line from that movie 
it was dubbed in later. Like he didn't, <laughs> it wasn't even, you know, it didn't happen on the spot. They, they needed, they needed to, they had a, a part of the scene that they wanted to fill with some audio. Mm-hmm. And so they brought this kid back and they're like, what, you, can you say something funny? Do you have a line? He's like, how about get him a body bag? And they threw it in there. And just, mm-hmm. as soon as he said it, the guy was like, yeah, you're going to, you're going to be remembered for that line forever. <laughs> and sure enough, he is. I, I have seen the Karate Kid movies, but it's been so long that they're not fresh or vivid yeah. in my mind. So. 1984 is when that came out. Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah. I think I probably saw it in like 85 after it came out on VHS or right. what have you. Yeah. What a year. 1984. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with something I saw, uh, cause it would be predictable to talk about the basketball series that I am very excited to see Boston and Cleveland and in new Orleans and, uh, I mean not new Orleans, but Houston and golden state. I really am excited for those series, but we haven't talked about the Preakness <clears throat> and I two weeks, less than two weeks away. Yeah. And I watched the Kentucky Derby on Saturday. Uh, I was out and about and the band was playing and, it was tough, but I made sure to actually see the race. I always make sure I watch that. Every yeah, too. and I really, really miss writing about it. So hopefully we can change that sooner rather than later. <laughs> Although I guess I'll have to wait a year. But um, I, I, I really like the race. I really like Justify. I, I really do. I actually thought I had the top three. I had two of the three instead. So I was happy with the race, even though it was very sloppy. Um, did you win some money? Interest- I mean, I... A couple I, friends I did, did. I, did. I know you yeah. did, Greg. Yeah. yeah, nice. I wasn't able to. I didn't have time to place any bets anywhere, so I wasn't able to do that. But I was very enthralled with that, and I'm really, really interested to see how Justified does. At, do you think um, he's? I mean, people are talking about him as a potential triple crown. Yeah, horse, he's a so. great horse. Really, really great horse. So that I, happens. I, I, that seems to happen though every year. Most years. No, but 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 all the commentary was this was a deep derby field. There yeah. were lot, lots of great yeah. young uh, horses yep. in, in the field. So he beat a great. He beat a good field. It wasn't. Yeah. Just, the biggest disappointment was Mendelssohn. He is that the foreign horse? Uh, the horse from n- Europe? No. N- um, I think it's the Bolt horse. Oh. The okay. Usain Bolt named horse. Bolt but Doro. Doro. Mend- yeah. Uh, Mendelssohn just like got got hit right out of the the break and <laughs> just said I'm I'm out and I think he finished like 37 lengths Oof. back or something. It was really bad. Can but. you imagine being a jockey on a, on a track like that? I mean, how many pairs of goggles do you ha- you I have? Know, I, I heard I heard I can I can answer that because um, I was listening right before they started it and some of the commentators were used to be jockeys and I think it was Gary Stevens probably was one of them. He said he used to wear six mm-hmm. and beyond six you couldn't see like your view was completely obscured because mm-hmm. it was too many. So they wore most of those guys would wear six. Huh. That, but um, it was a tough day for for that. Well, for, it was also a historic day because uh, he was the first um, horse to win uh, after not racing as a two year old since yeah. eighteen eighty one. Yeah, I, think. I know. So how yeah. awesome is that? That's crazy. Yeah. So, well, I, I was hoping to say the Penguins, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I can't say that anymore. So well, my, you can go my, to my Penguins my, fan my, fest. My, my, my Penguins. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but but I I will say I will say the basketball series because I think they'll both be uh, really good conference finals. Yeah, so I'm they'll, they'll, they'll go the distance. So. Also the TPCs this weekend. I know you love watching golf. Golf is Tiger there? Yeah, Tiger will be there. Tiger's paired with Phil. It's, it's Tiger just played poorly at the uh, Wells Fargo, I believe, last weekend. Yeah, so, he did. so 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 maybe he's not back. Like like everyone wants to write. So. I don't think he's back. Oh, one last bit about the Karate Kid. Did you know that a crane kick is illegal? And if that he if he actually performed the crane kick in a tournament, he would have been disqualified. Really? Is it illegal in MMA? Could you do it in MMA? <laughs> you can kick to the face. Anderson Silva knocked out uh, 
God, who I can't remember who it was recently with a kick. Not recently, but in the last. Did several you years. see a UFC sign a deal with ESPN today? Yeah, is it something with ESPN Plus? Plus, yeah, that's the app. Yeah, I did see that. So that's interesting. Also, I thought of an autograph that I have. Oh yes, the Iron Sheik. Ooh, who's become <laughs> famous? Uh, I, I late have, I have King later Kong, in life. I have yeah, yeah, King Kong Bundy, who who mm-hmm. I met at a keys at a keys appearance. So and it was. Um, I think I think the, uh, he signed a picture of him like taking it to Hulk Hogan. He was like standing like on top of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Speaking of keys appearances, though, this weekend, Cool, cool. Runnings Night. Right. That's not the one I'm excited about. Corbin Burns. No, Cor- oh, yeah. Cor- Corbin Burnson is this week, not Cool Runnings. No, it's both. I wasn't sure they were doing them jointly. I, I wasn't it's sure. Cool Runnings one night and Major League Night yeah. is the other night. So that's why Corbin Burns is going to be there. Feel All the right. rhythm. Yeah. And next week, I will do this podcast wearing my Sidney Crosby uh, <laughs> t-shirt. I just have to buy one first. So, no, I, I'm joking. I have one. So. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. Just another sports podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye.